Raiding the Kingdom, episode 80, the honor roll, the 2022 NFL Draft Review. We're fired up. It was an amazing weekend. Eric and I are here to just give you all of our thoughts, critiques, uh, favorites, least favorites. It's going to be a wild show. Um, So we're going to give you Raiders, Chiefs drafts. We're going to give you our favorite and least favorite drafts. And our favorite and least favorite pick. You can probably see the trend here. Yeah. Uh, Coach, what's good, dude? Man, solid weekend. Uh, busy, busy one for me, but uh, a great one for the Chiefs, man. Obviously, the draft starts Thursday now. So I guess you can, you can, you can clump Thursday into Saturday as like the weekend, right? As far as the draft goes. Looks like the draft was a huge success in Vegas, as, as you would expect. And uh, I, I feel like the Chiefs came out, um, came out major winners. And I think most draft experts, feel the same way. So I, I couldn't be happier, honestly, with, with the outcome. So I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, once again, you guys come up on top. Austin actually sent me kind of a grid from kind of the top, looked to be about 15 to 20 uh, news outlets or individual, you know, like Mel mm-hmm. Kuyper in that, in that crew. Yeah, that was the lowest grade and, he got um, was Mel Kuyper. He gave us like a B. I think he gave us a B or B plus. I think he gave us a B, which I don't totally agree with. You know, Mel Kuyper is like the goat. So I'll, I'll take it with a grain of salt. But uh most right. other, uh, you know, Austin Gale, shout out, uh, and PFF gave us an A plus. Um, you know, one of, one of the top teams uh, draft grades. Um, so, like, I, I'm good with it, man. You know, the, uh, multiple A's and a B. That's the honor roll, man. So, I'm good. I'm good with that. Yeah. I so I mean, I think we both kind of made the honor roll there. You guys more so. I mean, the Raiders only had, um, you know, one, two, three, six picks, um, and I think we did have just one outlier. I think it was John. I don't even know how you say his last name. He gave the Raiders like a D plus or mm-hmm. a C minus or something, but everyone else was in the A minus B plus B range. So I'll yeah, take I that. think That's- for where you guys were drafting, um, you know, I think you got good value for where you were, and you you, you got to go with that. And you also obviously like Devontae in a way figures into that. So you know that that gives us an A for day one. Yeah, because of the Devonte Adams, the Devonte Adams pick. But you're right. Like the the whole thing that I, that I want to see is value. Mm-hmm. So even if you get you get a great like uh, once again, shout out Austin Gale. He he broke it down for what the Saints gave up to trade up for Chris Olave. It let me just pull this up really. This is just ridiculous. Yeah, I, I just saw it. that too. Um, yeah, and so I wish I could re- recall the particulars of it, but I'll oh here it is. Okay, so the Saints essentially traded picks 98, 101, 120, a 2023 first rounder, a 2024 second rounder for Chris Olave. That is absurd. And really that's not if you that's not exactly what they did, but it is. Yeah. You know, so if we look at it in hindsight, that's what they're doing there. Um It looks like they're about to get the so badger too, so I mean, you know, as He's, I think, all but signed with them. I think they're waiting till after four o'clock, so there's no compensatory picks going to the Chiefs. But um, right. Badger was going to go anywhere. Uh, him going to the NFC, going to the NFC South, being able to mess with Brady and uh, get to go home. If there's a place that I'm happy that he went, it's there. Uh, obviously, he will be missed, but we've done enough, I think, to try and make up for the loss of him. So. Um, but and, and I'm glad he's at least going, as you said, at least he's going to the NFC. Just get get out of here, exactly, um, exactly. Because I can't take any more weapons going to, uh, you know, over into the AFC or, of course, the AFC West. Yeah. So obviously, I'm I'm happy he's gone from a Raiders point mm-hmm. of view. Um, but yeah, why don't we? Uh, so that's wild. Why don't we just get in? Of course, we don't want to just harp on the the Saints, but why don't we get into uh, the Chiefs draft? And you can tell us what you liked and what you didn't. And 
Go. Go. So the Chiefs, I, I, I mean, in full honesty and transparency, there wasn't any pick that I really didn't like. Um, well, that's a great Yeah, feeling. it really is, man. Um, you know, I, I liked uh, the fact that we traded up for Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. Um, he fills a need. Tredavious Ward left, so he, he he's a good plug-and-play guy. He's a day-one starter. Um, you know, uh, all pack, all pack 12 guy, three year starter, um, you know, and when the chiefs were shocked that he was still there in that, I guess in that 20 going on 21, um, uh, range of people, they were like, you know, we got to go up and get this guy. So they made a move. They really didn't give up a whole lot of capital to get them, to get him. Uh, they kind of even recouped one of the picks a little bit later in, in a, in a trade with the Patriots, uh, to get a fifth round pick. Um, so to, to get, to get McDuffie huge, uh, and then you get the Greek freak, uh, the other Greek freak, George Karloftis, uh, Karloftis, yeah, Georgie Karloftis, uh, you know, DN out of, head rusher out of Purdue. Uh, this kid didn't even really start playing football until he was 13. Um, he was like, uh, um, he was on the Greece Greek national team as a water polo goalie. So the dude's athletic, wow. right? Um, you know, some people had compared him to like uh, a uh, Ryan, I guess like a Ryan Kerrigan, uh, like a really like a cheap man's JJ Watt. Um, I just, I just feel like I've heard the JJ Watt. I heard the JJ Watt comparison too, um, and I don't want him to have that pressure. But also, like you know, JJ Watt wasn't highly recruited. JJ Watt fell in the draft. Um, and, you know, they're both super athletic dudes. So I think Herlofidis, uh will will continue to improve. Um, and the thing that I loved about this draft was is they they gave weapons and young weapons to uh, Steve Spagnola to really be like, hey, dude, you got to go prove yourself here. Um, high character guys, guys that are that are uh, motivated and, and want to be here. Um, obviously, you know, when you when you when you declare for the draft, you obviously want to make it to the NFL, but these guys seem like people that are not just going to be like, I'm going to sign the contract and coast They're grinders. Um, and, and they're going to, and they're going to, uh, make a name for themselves. So then, then, then in the second round, you know, we get sky Moore. Um, you know, I mentioned when we were doing Great our, pick. yeah, I love that pick. Uh, when we were doing our, uh, wide receiver special, you know, and I said, what, you know, even Sky Moore and Sky Moore in the second round and ended up ended up being the case. And, you know, uh, the Patriots trade up with us um, to, to get the receiver they wanted to more on him later. Um, and, you know, we fall down four spots, get a fifth round pick and end up with Sky Moore, who had like. Was it he had like 20? I saw he had 26 broken tackles, uh, you know, uh, yard, you know. 26 broken tackles. That was like the most in FBS last year um, at the receiver position. Um, he had like uh, like 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns, 95 receptions. So, I mean, I know it's Western Michigan, but still, those are still great numbers. He's going to feel fit really good into this offense. Um, and I think, you know, him and him and uh, Patty Mahomes are already hyped to be, uh, to be liking up. And I saw their like Twitter exchange, so that was cool to see. Um, so I'm not going to go through every pick, but like Brian cook, that dude will just knock your teeth out. Um, he kind of reminds me of like a old school, like Roy Williams from the Cowboys. who will just like eat your lunch, dude. And uh, shout out to Cincinnati dude, man. They, 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 they had a lot of people drafted in this draft and it just goes to show you yeah. that you can build a, 
you know, Cincinnati, I think, had five or six guys, and University of Texas had zero that were drafted. So that just shows you that, that like, good coaching and and a good system can 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 get you drafted. You don't always have to go to the big school to, to make your way to the NFL. So I love the Brian Cook pick. I wasn't, like, super – I didn't know a ton about him before the draft, but after watching his highlights and stuff, I was like, this dude, this dude is, 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 is perfect for Casey, and he's going to get the arrowhead – Airhead crowd hyped after he makes some big tackles. Um, and then so I'm just gonna name a couple other ones. So Leo Chanel, uh, linebacker out of uh, Wisconsin, probably your best yeah, deal of the whole draft. Best deal of the whole draft. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, um, what was what was his what's the thing he a uh, death row? That's what he writes out his arm, death row. So between him, yeah. uh, you know, Willie Gay and, and and Nick Bolton, that linebacking core is. <laughs> is nasty, Jesus. man. We went from having like you know Anthony Bitchens and, and you know plug and play guys to having probably one of the best young linebacking cores in the NFL. So that's that's super super exciting. And uh, Chanel just seems like a perfect Casey guy. That like middle linebacker who's just going to stop the run. He needs to get a little bit better in pass coverage, but also you have Bolton, you have Gay that are actually good pass coverage tight end, or linebackers. Excuse me. And then the, the last pick I'll do is uh, I'll do Darian Kennard. We got in the fifth round. Um, offensive lineman out of, uh, you know, Kentucky, first team all SEC, uh, a stud. Um, you know, he uh, – I don't know if he'll end up being a guard or a right tackle. My guess is that they'll – I think they'll try and make him a right tackle, but he'll have the versatility to play right tackle or guard. As we know, you can really not have enough good quality uh, depth in the O-line department. Um, and I feel like he'll be a starter. Um, but if not, if it takes him a year to get used to right tackle, whatever it may be, he'll he'll uh, he'll be a good depth piece for, for sure. And I think he'll make a huge difference on this team. Um, I lo- Do you see the, uh, the clip that a, a lot of AFC West teams besides the Chiefs are sharing – which isn't really applicable, but they're showing Jermaine Johnson just eating Canard's face for lunch. Yeah, at uh, the Senior Bowl. Yeah, so but Jermaine Johnson's not—he's a Jet. I mean, one—that's just—that's a one for. Yeah, he's a Jet. He's not in the AFC West. And you know, I don't—I don't think too many people really got their hands on Patty in the, in the AFC West. To be honest, this season anyway, so I wouldn't be too excited about that. He's not. Nobody's saying he's going to be a day one starter. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. So. No, no, not at all. The last one I'll throw in there is the seventh round, Isaiah Pachaco. Uh, Pacheo, but yeah, I think it's Pachaco, uh, from, uh, uh, and if I'm, I'm pretty much, I, I got the Isaiah part, right? The last name I probably butchered, but Rutgers guy, uh, three-year starter, big 10, uh, he's like second team, all big 10, I think running back. Um, I think he had the fastest time for the running backs. I think you're in like a four, three, seven. Uh, so he's a fast guy. Um, good depth piece. Um, you know, a lot of good running backs started to go after the fourth round. Uh, minus, you know, Brees Hall and uh, the guy from Walker from uh, Michigan State. So I think it's a good, you know, it's a it's a flyer. It's a seventh round guy. Why not give him a shot? And he, the, well, the thing I liked most about him is I saw his, you know, I saw his one of his tweets. He's like, I'm I'm coming to camp to take a grown man's job. You want a guy like that who's motivated and and uh, cocky to the extent that like he thinks he can come to camp and take someone's job and not think twice about it. So you want guys like that on your team. So. Shout out to him. Shout out to Brett Veach. You know, just an excellent job um, uh, just drafting. Um, also, he was he was one of the first guys to draft um, a HBCU uh, player. No no HBCU guys got drafted last year. So he got Joshua Williams, a cornerback who who's fast and I think will be a great special teams guy for sure. 
um, at pick 135, and he was. There's a couple of other HBC guys that got picked, but shout out to him for going out there and, and grabbing one of those guys. And uh, yeah, so I like I said, I give him an A. Um, I think they did an incredibly good job, um, and uh, I think you're you're bringing in at least at least three or four starters from this draft, and uh, you know you just got to con- continue to build it. And we have a bunch of picks next year too, so let's just keep this thing rolling. So yeah, I love it. I couldn't be more happy. Yeah, I mean, definitely an A, A-minus draft. Um, that's a great I would have given them. Um, I mean, Veach hits home once again. I think this rookie class can be outstanding. The Sky Moore pick, I wouldn't love him for like a, a wide receiver one, but that's not the position he really has to be in. I think you guys are going to have kind of more just a collection of solid receivers. He's got the big body receivers in Juju. He's got Miko. Um, I just saw that Josh Gordon's working out with Derrick Henry this off season. <laughs> so you really, you, we know what his workouts mm-hmm. are like. So you'd love to see that. Um, and then just great value. Like Karloftis was a projected like top 15 pick in some mock drafts. He was some guy's favorite edge rusher. Um, so the fact that you guys got him without having to trade up was outstanding. And then same thing with Sky Moore, like a couple receivers went off before him that definitely should not have been, which I'll get into later. Um, but he's going to be a great, complimentary piece for that offense so i think you guys are kind of in good shape i mean i do want to see how both offenses respond you guys and the packers without having you know your your stud receiver in place anymore but still i think you guys did a a great job the defense was really your your crutch last season um so you know i i think you guys did what you had to do and i don't think there's gonna be any issues agreed um you know veach hits home once again Mm -hmm. So why don't we get in to the Raiders draft? Let's do it. All right. So the Raiders only had six picks, as I had said earlier. Um, our first pick was in the third round. So they got uh, Dylan Parham from Memphis at pick 90. Um, I would have preferred a right tackle, but they went with best position available really over need. So he can be a guard. He could be a center. Andre James, our center, Actually did pretty decent last year. He's not elite, but nothing about the O-line was elite last year except for maybe our left tackle and Colton Miller. Um, and then after that, they grabbed Zamir White, who people were calling the Georgia second string running back. I know you had a big thing for Zeus over there um, mm-hmm. out of Georgia, but he was really the, the number one rushing back. James Cook was a lot more of a receiving back or pass catching back um, for the Bulldogs. So, um, you know, he's got a great, he's got a great story. I I read that when he was six months old, he weighed one, he weighed one pound. So there was some belief that he may not even survive. So the fact that he did that, he went to, you know, got a full ride in college. Um, he did tear his ACL twice in 17 and 18, but he's been fairly healthy since then. Um, you know, he's projected to be a third rounder. The Raiders got him in the fourth at pick 122. I'll take it. Um, there's a lot of speculation that he's going to uh, take Josh Jacobs out of his starting role. Um, the fifth-year option was declined on Jacobs, Cleveland Farrell, and Jonathan Abram. So I'm not sure if Zamir is as creative a runner as Josh Jacobs. You know, when Jacobs is in space, he can do some ridiculous things. Um, he did what he did behind a really bad O-line last year. So I'm curious if, if Zamir can be as creative as Jacobs. He has some some physical traits that Jacobs may not have, but um, you know I'm curious how the two are going to match up. So it'll definitely be a running back by committee since we have the Patriots, um, you know, offense kind of being implemented here. Um, but I'm curious how that's going to end up. So that's probably one of the picks I'm most excited about. 
Then they grab a D tackle from LSU, Neil Farrell. Mixed reviews on him. Some of the tape I watched was was pretty good. He's pretty violent. He continues to chase the ball. He, I don't see any effort issues with him. D tackle is definitely a position of need with the Raiders, and we had Solomon Thomas um, and a couple other guys that I don't know if everyone will be returning this year. Then they grab Matt Butler, another D tackle from Tennessee at 175. Finally, we grab a right tackle, uh, Thayer Munford, I think I got his name right, from OSU, picked at 238. So he was projected to be a fourth-round pick, and they got him at, in the seventh round. So that's a value pick 100% of the day. Then another running back, Britton Brown from UCLA. That's more of a – I think he's going to be more of a special teams guy um, at pick 250. Once again, I'll take it. So I think it was value, value, value. The Raiders have more than enough running backs now, probably enough to field two teams. Um, but I, I was a big fan of it. I would have liked to see them maybe grab a corner. Um, there wasn't really a right tackle for them to swing for at pick 90. They actually traded down later on. So I'm satisfied with it. They they didn't always go with um, position of need, which you don't always want to focus on. They went with value and best player available. So, like I said, cornerback safety, I'm still a little bit worried about that. I do feel a little better about the O-line now with these two rookies coming in. Um, You know, Farrell is a monster, so a couple of beefy guys up there in the middle of our front four um, should should work out pretty well. So, I'm excited about the defense. The offense, I think, is really is good to go at this point. I'm not – I don't think there's anything that needs to be added there all set. The defense is the only thing that worries me a bit, but – um, most of the analysts gave the Raiders like an A minus B plus lowest rational grade. I saw was like a B and that's fine. As long as you're not in that CD New England Patriots range, then you're good to go. Um, I don't know if you had any thoughts on it. You were, you were the first to declare that Zamir white is going to take over Josh Jacobs' spot. I don't know if you had anything yeah, more on that. I know you read my amazing yes, article. Yeah, Raiders Ramble. Ramble. Shout out to the, uh, author extraordinaire. Shout out um, to the boys. Brennan. But, uh, yeah, no, you know what? I just it's telling when you don't, um, you know, uh, exercise a fifth year option. That's the, that's the benefit of a first round pick, right? This is, you get that option here. Um, and can kind of maybe save you some money in the long run. And I don't know what his fifth year, how much would his fifth year option have been, you know, like 5.7, 6 million, something like that. I would think, or I can actually look it up while you're um, chatting, but yeah, I, I, think I just so. think that, you know, you paid Devante, you got to pay Darren, uh, you know, uh, you just paid Derek Carr. I mean, granted, it was it was a relatively affordable deal, uh, but it's telling to me that you just don't pick up his fifth year option just 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 in case. Because you know, let's say he has a he balls out this year, then he's gonna you know uh, command even more money. So with White, I just I've always liked him at, at Georgia. Eight, eight million dollars. Okay. That's not terrible. I mean, for a highly producing running back, like if he if he balls out this year, gets you twelve hundred yards, ten touchdowns, like eight million next year, would that be doable? Right? I mean, that'd be I think it's reasonable. reasonable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think White's. I know he had two. He, he tore his ACL twice, right? Like in two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. Um. But he he's obviously good to go now. I think he had he like was at five point nine yards per carry for Georgia. Uh, obviously cook was used out of the backfield. Like you talked about earlier. Um, I just have a gut feeling about this dude that he's just going to come into camp ball out and, and, and take his job, dude. I, I, I don't know why that just, it, I was like, you know what, let me just, let me put, put it out there to the world. You know, if you want to, 
if uh, Zeus wants to retweet that and get on the show, please do, man. You know, we a Chiefs fan has faith in you, right? A Chiefs fan has faith faith in you to right. think that you're going to take his job. Um, you know, and obviously Jacob's had some off the field things, and hopefully White doesn't follow in that in his footsteps there. But I, I think he's going to have a really good camp, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I have, I have, that's my bet, man, that he's going to end up taking the job. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like like you said, um, the ben, you think they would have picked up if I had to pick up any of the three between Jonathan Abram, uh, you know, Clinton Farrell, and Josh Jacobs. I would have figured they they go with Jacobs. You know, he's he has had to work behind a really bad O line. He's had had some injuries, but he still played the majority of the season throughout through those injuries. Yeah, some off field stuff, the alleged DUI, which ended up getting dropped, and then you know the the drama of potentially having. Um, an absurd amount of children, but Hey, that each to his own. That's why you needed that 8 million or or do. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. I I don't know. It just, uh, and I'm always torn on him. You, you remember from last year, like sometimes I, I, I'm raving about how great he is after one game. Then the next, I'm like, get him out of here. Like, this is just not working. So he seems to turn it up when he's, when he's most needed, but I don't know. We'll see. He's still, he's still young. He's still overall Fairly healthy. He's got his Raiders tattoo. You know that that means a lot to me. I love that. But um, yeah, we'll Which, see. What most people don't know about not coming uh, off. is that he actually has a Raiders neck tattoo. It's just about. It's, oh it's yeah, massive. glaring. It's yeah, you see it's it massive. on my my clear, pure, pasty skin. Um. All right. So yeah, Raiders draft pretty decent. Chiefs draft. Yeah, I give you guys a B. I give Side you guys note. a solid B. B. B plus, depending on how some of these guys uh pan out. But yeah, I think you get for what you guys had for picks and everything. You guys didn't reach, and you guys got right. positions in need, so that's important. Agreed. Um, and side note, the Chiefs just signed Justin Ross as an undrafted free agent. Really? So we were literally just talking about him before the uh, the show started. So projected number one – or not number one, projected first-round pick in 2019. Fast forward, you know, some injuries later and some possible medical diagnosis, but uh, he went undrafted, and now the Chiefs signed him for probably like eight dollars. So wow, go go figure. Yeah. That's 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 what a lot of people figured is that Justin Ross would end up signing with the Chiefs, but um, not as an undrafted yeah. free agent. But I, I would have thought you guys would have scooped him up in the later rounds or something. But I mean, he's six three, two hundred and ten wow. pounds. I, I mean, another big body uh, target for Patty. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's funny when you look at these comments. Everyone's like, "No, not the Chiefs," but you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, yeah. God, God bless it, dude, man. I mean, th- that's why. Like, I think I was telling, I was talking. I might not have been talking about this with you, but like, I know you're not a big college guy, but the NIL deal is it's it, it's crazy now. Like, there's a guy from Pittsburgh who's pretty much going to like transfer from Pittsburgh to um, USC because he's going to get more money. And you feel for guys like Justin Ross who didn't have that experience because this dude would have been getting paid yep. in college. He probably did get some money, obviously. But oh like, yeah, that's why they said, yeah, that's why they said none of these, uh, none of these, not a lot of these guys are crying when they get drafted because they already got their money from the mm-hmm. NIL deal, so they're not all that excited. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's really changed the game for both players and and agents and you know marketing company, all that stuff. Um, so why don't we get into our draft analysis now? We've done almost a half an hour on our two teams, but hey, it's a it was a big weekend. So now we're going to do our favorite drafts and our least favorite drafts. We'll try to keep it a little brief, but there's a lot to explain here and, and digest. So uh, Eric, why don't you I'll give me first. your favorite and draft besides, besides the Chiefs? Chiefs. So, it cannot be the Chiefs. And and I and I'm thinking I did this last year. I I, I can't remember, but 
I think I put, picked the Ravens last year. And if I did, great. If I didn't, whatever. I'm picking them this year, man. The Ravens had an incredibly great draft. Uh, Eric DaCosta is up there as far as the top GMs in football go. I mean, he's a stud. There's no there's no question about that. I mean, they got him and Harbaugh together are a great connection. So, you know, they pick they pick Kyle Hamilton, who who fell, um, but is seems like the perfect type of Raven, right? He just he fits that defensive mold that they've always had. Great defensive leaders who uh, were just you know amazing playmakers, right? Um, and then they, uh, they you know they traded Hollywood Brown, which how they got a first round pick for him just is is baffling to me. But you know it is what it is. And they got they got Ty- they got that was a, a fleecing yeah, by fleecing, Eric DaCosta. You know, it's highway robbery. They get Tyler Lindenbaum, the center from Iowa, who will improve that offensive line dramatically. Um, you know, I was really high on him. Uh, I thought he was he was a stud. I think he's a he's a Creed Humphrey type. And then uh, you know, their first their first four picks were just ridiculous, right? You get Hamilton, Linderbaum, you get David Ajobo, who is pretty much redshirting this year, but come next year, I think we'll be a force to be reckoned with. I was hoping actually the Chiefs would grab him, but it is what it is. And then they got my boy. They got, oh, they got my boy Travis yeah. Jones, rep New Haven, Connecticut, man. The, the two oh there the, you go. The two oh three. Um which, you know, they're they're our rivals, but we're all united in being from Connecticut. So um just I you know, just you get a Jobo and you get Travis Jones on the same line. Um oh, they got Flay too. too. I mean, so I mean so. great draft. Um the they picked uh, at one twenty eight. They picked Char- Charlie Kohler from Iowa State. Great tight end. You put him and Mark Andrews together. They run a lot of two tight end sets. Um, great move. And then um, what I'll do here is I'll shout out to uh, Tyler. I, I live in Missouri now. Um, so Tyler Beatty, who's uh, a running back for the University of Missouri. They got him in the seventh round and pick 196, who he was one of the best running backs in the SEC. Um, I think he had like 220 yards against Arkansas or something like that. Um, he, he's, a, he's a stud. He's at, seven, at the seventh round. You can't go wrong. I mean, the, the, the Ravens already have some good running backs. They have, what's his name? Um, he was injured last year from Ohio State. They J.K. Dobbins coming back. Um, and they have, yep. they have a great running back room if everyone can stay healthy. So, uh, shout out to the Ravens, man. They, they did great. They, you know, they fill a lot of needs. They consistently always really have really good drafts. Um, and, uh, yeah. So shout out to the Ravens. You know, most people give that gave them it, the A to A plus range. I will, I will agree with that. And, uh, I think they, they, they did great. They did great. So shout out to the Ravens. Good work. And, uh, Eric DaCosta again, just does a master class in, in drafting. So, um, I, I, Ravens, Ravens are my pick for the, for the best draft minus the chiefs. Um, yes, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Um, I mean the Hollywood Brown thing, I liked him on that team, but he, you know, I saw Lamar Jackson said, you know, WTF. I think he probably knew this was coming because he had quietly uh, requested a trade, um, I guess, months ago. He didn't like the offense. You know, it's run it's run heavy or, you know, RPOs or read options. You know, it's, it's all about Lamar taking the ball himself, really, um, even though I think he has um, improved his passing ability. But if, if someone doesn't want to be there, you don't want them on the team. So that's what it is. The fact they're able to turn it into, what, the 23rd mm-hmm. pick? 20, they in the ended up being the 25th round. pick. And, 25th pick. And 
the you know he's on his fourth year, so the Cardinals are going to have to pay him and do that fifth year option. Um, so just a great a great job by the Ravens. I don't know who Lamar is going to throw to. I just looked at the depth chart. Uh, Rashad Bateman is the number one mm-hmm. receiver right now. Um, draft pick from last year, so I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I think I think you know uh, maybe now with the. T.Y. Hilton's out there. Jarvis Landry's out there. Odell Beckham Jr.'s out there. Antonio Brown's out there. There's yeah. Debo is still floating around. Um, they don't need another running back. So if Debo wants to be a pure receiver, he can go do that in Baltimore. But he's going to have to take a little less money. Um, yeah, there's a lot of options out there. But, um, yeah, so I agree. I think the Ravens were absolutely fantastic. A lot of value. Great picks. Day yeah. one starters. <laughs> yep. That's all you can really ask for. Um, so now um, my – Best draft pick uh, or best draft. I am going to go with probably the easiest one is the Jets. Um, so they had a fourth and 10th pick overall in the first round. They grabbed Sauce Gardner, cornerback. Then they grabbed Garrett Wilson at 10. Two huge needs for that team, but also, you know, easily best best player available. But that, that fit the needs there. Then they traded up to grab pick number 26 to grab Jermaine Johnson edge from FSU who inexplicably dropped um, also projected top 20 pick. That was just to cap off their first day. That was amazing. Um, they got three true bona fide first round players without really having to go crazy when they, you know, when they traded up for Johnson, but um, they didn't give up anything absurd. They got three day one starters. That's going to change their defense Garrett Wilson is a huge piece of the offense that's been missing. Wilson to Wilson. Of course, that's going to be a thing. Wilson and Wilson. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Wilson, Wilson, and Eric. Um, And then on the second day, they opened it up grabbing your boy Brees Hall from Iowa, the running back. They grabbed Michael Carter last year. So you are, you know, there's some other positions of need that they maybe could have filled. Um, You know, I mean, they got their DN, but maybe a linebacker could have been nice. But they got the best available guy on their board. And we have Brees Hall. Iowa State stud, uh, combining him with Michael Carter, that's going to be a very dynamic backfield. Um, they're very similar yes. in the way they play. Um, but, uh, yeah, it'll Jets, – Jets fans, I think, have some hope. And the funny thing was is, like, when they were keeping all this praise on them, like, the, the Jets management and coaching staff was like, I don't even know how to handle this. No one ever says anything good about us. So that, that was funny in and of itself. So – um, but yeah, good job to the Jets, man. It's really, really solid draft, man. Really solid draft. Yeah. And they still grabbed a tight end, Jeremy Rucker. They grabbed a swing tackle, uh, Max Mitchell, and then they grabbed a, uh, D end, uh, right at the end of the draft there. So they didn't have too many late round picks, but they did what they did. I don't see a single reach here. I see value across the board and I see studs. And sometimes you do, you know, when you're like, I don't know, we'll say the Patriots, your first round pick is not always a first round pick. These three guys here are true first round blue chip starters. They're going to change the game. Like, uh, I mean, I just love Sauce Gardner going to uh, going to the Jets with uh, Darrell Rivas announcing a pick. He didn't announce his pick, unfortunately, but not too long after you got to see him up there. So I think that's cool to mm-hmm. see those two, at least in the same building. So I have high hopes for them. Sauce Gardner was my favorite corner uh, in the draft. So, you know, it's, Swing and a big time hit for the the Jets. That's like an A plus A draft. I saw someone only didn't give them an A plus because they didn't like um, the DN they picked up at the end. Which in the I'm seventh not round, like, ruin dude, our whole draft with that. You're right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It was on. 
it was on PFF, but that that's a whole other story. So yeah, so Jets and um, Jets and Ravens with our best drafts, and now we'll segue to the probably the funner stuff the, to talk about is our least favorite drafts. Uh, so why don't you our, open that so up? You kind of segued into it uh, with one of your last comments about the Patriots. So I, I put the Patriots as my worst draft. Um, just five so, right? so garbage. So the the thing with the Patriots is you know there's no doubt that they have done a good job drafting in the past, right? I mean, you got Tom Brady in the sixth round. That's an all-time pick, right? It's probably That's probably arguably one of the best draft picks of all time that, for for where you got him yeah. and everything. Um, but yeah, I was listening to the radio this morning, and a guy was saying that um, when is somebody going to stop Bill – what did he say? Something about Bill from – Something like Bill from being Bill, like uh, b- pretty much saying that like someone's got to stop Bill Belichick from thinking that he's smarter than everyone else and like drafting these absurd players <coughs> way too high, kind of like what Mike Mayock and John Gruden did. And, and mm, you know, the, the strange guy, <laughs> you know, he, Cole Strange, you know, I you probably could have got this guy easily day two, maybe even yeah, day two, second, third round pick. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll say they do. Sean McVay and uh, Les Snead. Uh, fuck you, Les Snead. Um, that was amazing. Uh, their mm. reaction when they're drunk, they're like, man, like, what the hell? Like, why did why do we even scout this dude? Um, so I didn't like him at 29, but again, the Patriots have done a good job of, of picking offensive line. So, I, you know, I you could come back to this, and this could be one of the best drafts that they've had, but it is what it is. Uh, you know, I... I don't, I don't think, think it is, is going to be. No, I, don't I don't think, think so. Either. I think Bill Belichick is very you know, smart. And then, but then they draft a quarterback smart. in the fourth round where you, there's more needs. I, I don't. You got Brian Hoyer. You know, you, you, Mac Jones has got the has got the keys to the Cadillac, and he's he's a future. Um, you know, he's a starter. I don't think there's any doubts about that. So I don't know what they were doing picking. You know, Bailey Zappi in the fourth round. I feel like you could have gotten someone better than that. You know, they picked up a couple, couple good running backs. Um, Pierre Strong out of South Dakota State was actually – was probably, the, their, in my opinion, their best pick of the draft. And that's not saying all that much when it's like, you know, a fourth-round a fourth round pick. So, um, you know, I didn't like – you know, do do we go into our, our worst pick now, our, our pick that we like the worst because it, it, it falls in with the Patriots, or you want me to hold off on that? The pick I like the least. What do you think? Let's wait. Yeah, okay. let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah, let's, let's wait. wait for but that. It, yeah. it, it is a patriot. It is a patriot. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that teaser here for five minutes when I tell you what it else what, what that pick was. So I just I just didn't think they did it all yeah. that good of a job. Um, they obviously tr- they traded down. They didn't. Um, with the Chiefs, uh, which I which I appreciate because you know we got McDuffie for him. But yeah, I just don't think they did, had a really good draft, and I think they could have gotten um better value picks there. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't really know what they were doing, but you know, that's the chiefs, man. They have their own scouting department or that's the Patriots. Sorry. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they're, I just didn't think I'd give them like a C C and that's being generous. Yeah, that is generous. I, I saw a couple yeah, F's D, out D, there. I'll, you know what? I'll, go D. I'll big, go D. D. Go D. Go for the D. Uh, all right, so I'm going to present my least favorite. I think you gave brilliant analysis. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because it was so ugly to watch. There was really like nothing I liked there. It just seemed like characteristic but uncharacteristic at the same time. Like taking these speedy guys when that's not really your thing, and then over and then reaching. Definitely not taking value. It's just a disaster. 
Um, so my least favorite uh, draft could be a little bit um, controversial because some people liked it or at least gave it kind of a upper middle of the pack uh, draft grade. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm giving them a C. Um, so they they drafted offensive tackle Tyler Smith out of Tulsa uh, with their 24th pick overall. He's extremely raw. He has a ton of penalties. I think he had 16 just himself last season. Um, he doesn't have great body control and run in run blocking. He was projected to be a late second rounder. They took him 24th overall. Jerry Jones clearly knew that he was reaching because he got very defensive at his press conference and decided to show up a piece of paper with their offensive tackle rankings. And his son had to be like, yo, don't, don't, don't show the, don't show people that like, stop the draft isn't even over. Um, so that's where they ranked him. Um, but yeah, not just not great overall. And then his press conference was hilarious. Um, so he's going to be a character for sure up there in Dallas, but I think that was not a, a great pick as far as value. They definitely did draft for need. Um, next they got defensive end, Sam Williams. He's a decent defensive end from Ole Miss. They got him at pick 56, but he has a ton of off field issues, which made him, he was projected to drop to the fourth because of how many issues he has. I don't know specifically what they are, but they're enough that teams had dropped him down their board. And of course the, you know, the, uh, the Cowboys side to take him in the second round. They grabbed Jalen Tolbert, probably the only one that I that I liked of their picks. The receiver from South Alabama, he's 6'1", 194. He's a you know a receiver too. He's not a one. Um, he's got good character. He's he's all right, um, but he struggles a lot with physical corners. He has a a lot of just unexplainable drops. Um, he's going to struggle with anyone really that puts him into press. So good luck with that one. Um, they got LSU linebacker, Damone Clark. I did like him as well, but then they took a tight end offense tackle cornerback, two linebackers in, in this draft. Um, they didn't get anyone to replace Amari Cooper, not even close. So basically they're going to, I mean, greedy for CD. CD lamb is a stud, but, um, and then they got Mike Gallup right behind him. You know, Zeke Elliott is becoming borderline unstartable. So I don't know what they, what they really wanted to accomplish out of this draft, but I don't think they did it. I think they reached on a lot and they took a lot of people as a lot of guys like to do. Oh, you know, you think because he has, you know, character issues or you think he has a lot of drops. I think it can all be fixed here in Dallas. Good luck. I I don't know if that's going to work for you. So you could take a project here or there, but it'll take three of them off the bat. And that's what they did. So they took three guys that are really not day one starters. And granted, they all weren't first round picks, but they're from pick 88 and up. So three guys in the top 88. Um, and I don't think any of them can start. So good luck with that, Dallas. But I'm going to give you a C or a C minus for reaching. I don't know. If no, I, I wasn't super area. impressed That's with Dallas's I... draft. Um... <coughs> Some people gave them A's. I couldn't believe it, or like B pluses. What are you watching? Uh, Jalen Tolbert, eh. I don't know. Tyler Smith, eh. Um, you know. A... I mean, if I'm the Cowboys, I would have picked Tyler Lindenbaum over Smith. I mean, it, I, I like, like I said, the cap. Oh, definitely. so you know, it is definitely. what it is. But Dallas again, Jerry Jones thinks he's the smartest man in the room, and we'll see. I love the guy, but it just kind of it gives me a little Al Davis flashback. Like I'm smarter than everyone, and oh yeah, he's you know he's a he's a dickhead. Oh, but he ran a four yeah, four, so exactly. We're good. All right, yeah. Shout out Darius Hayward Bay. So, and I just saw. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Marcus Russell. 
Okay. Oh, shout out Henry Ruggs. All right, there we go. All right, so now we're going to segue into Eric and I are each going to give you our favorite pick and least favorite pick. We'll go best, best. Okay, so my favorite least, pick, least. And, there, there. and there's a lot of good pick, and, and most Let's people are going to be like, oh, you're going to pick Travis Jones. You know what? I would, but I decided not to. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you're right, yeah, so I, I am. <laughs> Bean, uh, linebacker out of Georgia. I had him as a first-round oh, pick great. in my mock. He ended up going uh, round three, pick 19 to the Eagles, um, teaming up with his uh, former teammate Jordan Davis. I think that's just great value at that pick. Um, I think he can be a complete stud. Um, and, uh, and I had Devin – I think I had Devin – I had Devin Lloyd go into the Eagles. Um, Devin Lloyd, and that was Devin that was Lloyd, yeah. by the Jags. But um, – yeah, like Nicobe Dean a lot. I think he's um, the just it's just the straight up value there that if he's if he if he can produce for you and be and just be good, just be good. Like you've 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 nailed it. Um, and at round three, pick nineteen, I think is a complete steal, and I think he will prove a lot of people wrong. I think there's some sort of injury concerns and stuff with him, but I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be he's going to be a stud. Yeah, I think they said it was a, a pectoral issue and he was declining to have surgery for it, but the Eagles said that they're confident he's going to be healthy in time for camp. So if that does work out, a lot of teams are going to be kicking themselves. I know he's a bit undersized. Um, you know, he's off the ball linebacker. He's – I couldn't believe it. I kept having to check. Yeah, he's 5'11", like, 230. Somebody picked him, right, and I missed it? Yeah, so he's a little undersized. But, I mean, the tape doesn't lie. Watch him. He was he was one of the, he was he was one of George's best guys, Jordan. man. You know, he was he was a tackling machine. Yeah, sideline to sideline speed, stud. I know he didn't do anything really in the offseason as far as like testing, but yeah, I think if that pick hits, a lot of people are going to be hitting themselves cuz he got pa- when you could say that 32 teams passed on you, he can legitimately say that. He dropped so much further than anyone. Yeah, but- I couldn't believe it. Did they have him in the green? Do they have him in the green room? I think so. I think Nicobe Dean was there. Is he in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, and I mean, it just like all. I mean, I mean a bunch of just guys like a lot there. of the draft guys were like, "How is John? You know, John, the the Eagles pick Johnson from uh, the Florida State. How is he still here? I think they were saying the same thing day two round. You know, beginning of the second round. Like, how is Dean still not drafted? So he'll prove a lot of people wrong. Right. All right. So my favorite pick. Um, I could catch some flack for this one, but it's James Cook. For the Bills, uh, he was drafted 63rd overall. Um, he did look extremely pissed in his draft video, but I think it was because he did fall to the um, the beginning of the, the third round. Um, or second round pick three, excuse me. No, third round pick three. My math is off. Whatever. Um, so we, or you mocked uh, Brees Hall to the Bills, which I thought would have been an ecstatic signing, but this one I like just as much. Um, you know, obviously he's uh, Dalvin Cook's brother. I watched. I was talk, talking on the phone actually last night when I was watching his tape. He runs a four four. He has a similar cutting ability as his brother, but when you look at the two of them, they he doesn't have the same build. Um, he's just really needs to hit hit the uh, hit the weights in the off season, which is is shrinking. So he he's got to do it quick and get on that. Maybe he has to get on your protein regimen. I don't know. Um, so he does need to put on some size. He doesn't really have the same balance as his brother, but he's got the cuts. He's got the lateral ability. His big upside is he is pass catching. He can he can literally just you can line him up as a halfback and then have him motion out as a receiver. And um, he's not going to run the entire route tree, but he'll give you slants. He'll give you out routes. Um, you know, he ran. I saw him with a nice catch actually on a single coverage on a dig route, and he ran it in for a touchdown. So 
he's going to catch the ball a lot there from Josh Allen, and then he's also going to be a weapon, you know, in the short game. I just love the pick for them. I think it's something that's been missing. I never really liked Devin Singletary or any of the other running backs they've had up there. You always stay away from them in fantasy. Um, Devin Singletary actually, I think I lost in the playoffs because of him. I needed a running back. Ugly. He actually picked it up towards the end of the season, but too little too late. So I think it was good value. You know, there's a lot to be said for your lineage. Um, you know, like I just love when they when they pick pick that way. His brother was a success. I think he's also going to be a star. Obviously, not as good as his brother, but he's going to be pretty legit. Um, might actually be a little faster, but just uh, there's a, a couple traits they're missing. But I think he's going to do phenomenal in Buffalo. Great weapon for them. We'll see what he does in the off season and uh, how it does for the regular season. Any thoughts? No, I think you're right. Cook? You know, obviously we don't like to see the Bills getting better, but uh, they did. You know, that's that's a good pick for them. So, good job. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, all right, let's go. Least, least favorite, favorite pick, pick for me was uh, pick actually the the Patriots traded up with us to get when there is multiple other good wide receivers out there. They picked Tyquan Thornton from Baylor. So let, let me just say, I'll, I'll shout out what his some of his strength. Okay, uh, his strength is he's in a, he's got he's he's fast. He's an accomplished sprinter, um, but otherwise he's got some separate. He can get some separation, but that's about it. So his weaknesses are as follows: he's bone thin and likely to stay that way. That's literally what someone wrote here. Um, <laughs> The entire route tree will not be available to him, which, you know, the Patriots don't have a simple playbook. Um, yeah, you hate to hear that. struggle to hang on oh, through God. contact. And hands are extremely small for the mm-hmm. position. Um, and, and, and strong oh, press coverage can eliminate hands. him from the game. So those right there at pick 50, especially when you got a guy like Sky Moore and you got George Pickens. So what can he fast. do? Um, <laughs> some surprise the Raiders didn't tra- trade their whole draft oh, okay. for him. Um, yeah, so, didn't take him, you yeah. know, especially with Sky Moore and George Pickens there, more, I think, solid wide receiver prospects there, and you trade up to get him. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it, but I, I just, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't think that's a good pick at all. So, no, I, I hate, it. I hated it. I agree with you. I don't think it fits their style of drafting, and then I don't think he really. I mean, obviously you want fast receivers, which has never been like a coveted trait of the Patriots. They seem to prefer big and bulky over skinny and fast, which I don't know, maybe he'd be a better corner. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, nope. not not a great pick. Um, and for my least favorite, I'm also going to go with a wide receiver. I thought the Giants were killing the draft, at least in the first round. Second round pick, uh, the 11th selection, they grabbed Wandale Robinson from Kentucky. He's five foot eight, 178 pounds. He runs a four four. He was projected to be a fourth or fifth round pick at best. Second round pick, eleven selection. So already a reach, not a value pick. He was taken before Sky Moore and George Pickens. Um, I just don't really like a lot about it. Analysts were saying clearly they hate um, uh, Kadarius Tony. If you think that this is going to substitute for Kadarius Tony, who really hasn't even been given a true chance to shine, given I don't know what his issues are over there besides off field, not, you know, Dayball doesn't seem to be a fan, but this is not the solution. I think they could have got a lot more for their, a lot more value for that pick. 
Um, they could have even traded down and grabbed George Pickens and then gotten somebody else after that. Uh, maybe an offensive tackle or something like that. But um, I, I'm just not a fan. And you know that I don't really like the undersized receivers, but 5'8 is like mm-hmm. beyond undersized to me. So um, if you get him in space, I'm sure he can do something with it. But contested catches, he, he's already out of the game, I think. So Wandale, if, if you're upset with me saying that, I'm sorry, but that's just – that's just the reality right now, my, my friend. So yeah, those are our uh, least favorite picks, two receivers, and we did not coordinate that, um, but it just it is what it yeah, is. I so mean, um, Thornton had a third or fourth round, why don't we round yeah. <coughs> third or fourth round grade, excuse me, um, just just like you know your guy uh, from when Wandale, where I've been seeing from Kentucky. Um, so it, you know it, it is what it's they're Patriots and Patriots and Giants. Go figure the East Coast teams, right? right by where we grew up. Um, we're showing some, showing, showing them some hate, but it is what it is. So we'll see. I think it was a great draft, um, you know, for both of our teams. It, it's always fun. And uh, yep. who knows? Maybe we'll even be there next year. What? We could be. We will be at the Combine, and maybe we'll uh, head out to – well, you'll definitely be there. because Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. you said it right. But, Missouri. Um, Missouri. 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 Yeah, Missouri. All right, now let's get to our Send It Award and wrap up the show. What is that? It's a major award. All right, I'm going to go. Eric always bats clean up because his awards are the best. I'm going to go with the Inner Struggle Award to Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. Um, The Titans traded A.J. Brown uh, on draft day, round one, um, shipped him off to the Eagles. The Eagles rewarded him with a $100 million contract. Um, Mike Vrabel looked very upset. Um, right around the time this was announced. Um, they did sign my guy, Traylon Burks. I actually couldn't have been less excited about where Burks went. Um, he just seems like, you know, obviously he's just a plug and play for for A.J. Brown, but he's kind of like the poor man's A.J. Brown, not quite as, as explosive, even though he really was one of my favorite or my favorite receiver in the draft. Um, I just would have liked to see him go elsewhere. The Titans are kind of in an odd position right now, but Really, this award is to Mike Vrabel. You could just tell that he was conflicted. He said three weeks ago, no, A.J. Brown's not on the the trade block as long as I'm the head coach here. Well, you're still a head coach, and A.J. Brown is gone. I think he connects with his players on a way that not all head coaches do. And you could tell he was clearly hurt by this. So now he's in a between a rock and a hard place with himself and ownership because um, they wouldn't pay A.J. Brown. And you know there's a way they could have done it. Maybe a little more cash up front. You lead the way in spending cash, but – you guys gave Tanhill a big contract and you drafted Malik Willis. Um, their offense is just not, not great right now. I think it was a huge mistake getting rid of him, but I really feel for coach of the year, Mike Vrabel, who had to trade away his best offensive weapon besides Derrick Henry. Um, so the inner struggle award to Mike Vrabel, he looked upset. Did you see the press conference where one of the reporters read back his quote to him? Why would you mess oh with Vrabel, dude? <laughs> Pretty much said, Two, like he does one, he doesn't forget, and two, he's a monster and he will not hold back. And I think that was him holding back, saying, Oh, thanks for reading that back to me. I, I remember what I said. He said something like, I know that you've never coached men before. Um, but, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, especially I'm, when you're I'm, like I'm, a Titan, you're I'm a Titan beat dude. writer. I don't think there'll be some drop off, but I think Traylon Burks and you don't forget Robert Woods is there. Um, they can still be decent, and th- it's just after that you don't their debt like their 
you know, like they have, they're on their depth chart. They put Burks in the slot. Um, I think Woods in the Z and then their X receiver, someone I've literally never heard of Nick. Something, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know. Uh, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to piss off Rabel. That dude is a top-tier coach in the NFL. Just leave him alone. Yeah, leave Mike Rabel alone, like Brittany. Leave, leave him alone. Him. Serious. So my my right. Senate award goes leave to Brett Veach. You can finally take a nap award. Um, so, oh, my uh, God. You can finally take, you can finally take <laughs> a nap. He does look like he hasn't um, slept in So between the, uh, since Tyree Kill and trade. the initial free agency and then the draft – I mean, this is this this award could finally pretty much go to any GM uh, that's been active. Um, yeah, dude, a, a master class in drafting. Obviously, he's the GM and he's got scouts. The scouts can take a nap too. But uh, just a, just a great overall job. Couldn't be couldn't like I said, I really couldn't be happier. Couldn't heap more praise on to him. You know, he got Creed Humphrey, Bolton, Trey Smith last year, and I think you know some of the other guys like Noah Gray and uh, Josh Kanoa um, are gonna have better seasons this year, um, be more active on the roster and whatnot. So yeah, uh, take a nap, Brett Veach, you've earned it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we got rookie mini camp coming up and all that other good stuff. So, so much more content to come. We still, I mean, the, the NFL doesn't have an off season really, right. Cause there's content to go around forever. And we've got this June 1st no. po- poster, June 1st cap cuts. And, you know, we got the second, uh, uh, the second wave of free agency, which will be interesting to see a lot of good guys still out there, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry. So it's, it'll be interesting to see where a lot of these, you know, these guys lanes land. We know where Tyron's going. Where's JV and Clowney going. So it's just, there's a lot more fun stuff coming in the future. So I'm looking forward to it. Exactly. We'll probably bring you some power ranking soon. The schedule drops May 12th. Mm-hmm. We always do an episode after that. Um, we'll do our season predictions. We have so much stuff coming up. I can't wait. Uh, I am a little sad that the yeah, draft is over. Yeah, we, we've been we got, we got, told, so we got long, what, 362 days until the next one. So <laughs> we'll be good. No, yeah. There you go. All right. Well, we'll see you all next time. And shout out to our uh, winner. I don't recall your Twitter handle, but he won a flag, ironically, an Eagles flag. Uh, but he participated in our most recent contest. More contests it's to come actually, uh, as Raiding the Kingdom. Vogel. It's John the Winter Soldier Vogel. So draft Vogel um at draft Vogel. so it's yeah follow him follow us do whatever thanks for thanks for participating buddy yeah um but more contests to come more uh deals coming and uh we'll probably hit you guys up on uh yep, season 100 release day buddy that all right rtk over and out